Hey guys, last week I said we were going to talk about Dominion, and this week that's exactly what we're going to do. Let's cue intro. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Bardic Inquisition. I am your host, Vince, and before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to first thank the sponsors of this video. That's right, our fantastic supporters on Patreon. If you would like to help out the show, you can go to patreon.com slash bardicinquisition, and for just a few dollars a month, you can become a part of the team that helps this show happen. Now let's get into this week's topic... The board game, Dominion. Now, to get the technicalities out of the way, technically Dominion is more of a card game than a board game. In fact, it is a deck-building game, the goal of which is fairly simple. Make the best possible deck so that at the end of the game, you have more points in your deck than your opponent's. So, how do we go about doing that? Well, hold on, because before we can actually play the game, and therefore win the game, we first have to talk about setup. To set up a game of Dominion, you start by placing the trash board in the middle of the table somewhere, and then you take the piles of copper, silver, and gold, and set them next to the trash board. Next, you take the estate cards and the duchy cards, as well as the curse cards, and you set them next to the trash board somewhere. Also, I usually set them on the opposite side that I set the coins. You will then want to grab provinces. Now, you'll need 8 of these cards if you're playing in a 2-player game, but you'll need all 12 if you're playing in a 3-4-player to four player game. Next, you'll want to grab 10 random stacks of action cards. Now, the game actually gives you a pretty cool way to randomize them in that it gives you a deck with differently colored card backs that you can just shuffle around and pick the top 10 of. Either way, as long as they're random, it doesn't matter. Just take 10 stacks and put them around the board. Finally, you will want to deal each player a deck that consists of 7 copper and 3 estates and have them shuffle their deck and then draw their first 5. This will be their opening hand. After this is done, determine who the starting player is and proceed clockwise. And that's how to set up a game of Dominion. Next, we're going to talk about how to actually play. The gameplay of Dominion is actually relatively simple, and you will find that your turns go by pretty quickly, especially once you've gotten the hang of things. There are three phases of every turn, the action phase, the buy phase, and the cleanup phase, or as I like to remember them, ABC. On the action phase, you can play one action card, unless you play an action card that says you can play more action cards. On the buy phase, you play as many coins in your hand as you wish, and using the total value of the coins, you can buy one card. Unless you played a card that lets you 
buy more cards. Either way, any cards that you buy go to your discard pile. In the cleanup phase, you discard your hand and any cards that you played, and you draw a fresh five cards. It should be noted that if you ever run out of cards to draw, you just draw as many as you can, shuffle your discard pile, that becomes your deck, and then you draw the rest of the cards from that new deck. And that is basically how the turns go. You keep playing until either the province pile or any three supply piles are empty. And once the game is over, everyone looks through their deck, pulls out all the green cards, which are the point cards, and tallies up the number of points that they have in their deck. And whoever has the most points wins. Sounds pretty simple? Well, that's because it pretty much is. But even though it's a relatively simple game, that doesn't mean that there aren't ways to metagame it. That's right, next up we're going to talk about some tips and tricks to help you win a game of Dominion. In terms of deck building, there are three main strategies that I know of to win a game of Dominion, and those are Big Money, Engine, and Slog. Let's start with big money first. With the big money strategy, the entire name of the game is getting rid of your small coins and getting bigger and better coins, like silver and gold for example. The thought process here is that if you have bigger coins and not coppers, then you can buy better cards, which makes sense. With this type of strategy, however, keep in mind that you're not going to buy as many action cards because you'll be more focused on buying coins. That being said, any action cards that you can buy to help you trash your old coins are going to be good for this deck also. Some examples being the Chapel, the Mine, or the Moneylender. Next up we have the Engine Strategy. This strategy has you drawing more cards and playing more actions on your turns, so that way you can basically cycle through ideally your entire deck. Because if you notice in the rules, there is no maximum hand size, and a good engine deck seeks to take advantage of this. This strategy thrives on cards like the Village and the Market, cards that give you extra actions and let you draw cards while doing other things. That being said, if you find yourself having a bunch of extra actions every turn, it might not be a bad idea to pick up just straight up card draw cards like the Smithy, for example. But now let's talk about the third type of strategy, and that is Slog. A Slog strategy takes advantage of curse cards and your ability to put them in your opponent's deck using cards like the Witch. Now, it's not as prevalent in the base set. In later sets, there are more ways to do this. And the whole premise here is that curses kind of suck. Whenever you draw them, you can't do anything with them much like the victory point cards, but they also subtract from your victory point total. But like I said, there's not much support for it in the base set. However, in later expansions, there are other ways to get curses in your opponent's decks. Just as a couple basic tips, regardless of what strategy you go with, less is usually more. Meaning, if you really don't need that fourth market, you probably shouldn't buy it. And again, even though I mentioned this with the big money strategy, it still applies to all of them. Cards that trash are going to be pretty good, especially later on in the game when you're trying to shore up some of your weaknesses. For example, if you keep drawing useless copper and it doesn't allow you to buy much, a chapel can go a long way. And one final tip, 
If you can see the end of the game coming, and you feel like you're a little behind, pick up some duchies, as they can make a huge difference. But that's all the strategies I have, let's go ahead and move on to my final thoughts about Dominion. One thing that I really appreciate about Dominion is that while the rules are relatively simple, the game is actually fairly complex. There is a sort of hidden depth to the game that comes from the variety of cards and the different combinations that you can make just in the base set, but the game also has like 10 or 11 expansions. Personally, I have 6, or 7 if you include the base set. So if you really have that deck builder itch that you need to scratch, this is a good one to pick up, especially if you don't feel like investing tons of money into something like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic the Gathering. And while you can pick up this board game for about 40 or 50 bucks, it is a board game that you'll probably have for a while and you can replay it quite a bit, especially given the inherent variety. And speaking of variety, that's about all I've got this week. Remember, if you have comments or questions about the show, feel free to send them to bardicinquisition at yahoo.com or find me on Twitter at bardinquisition. Unfortunately, this topic was a bit of a short one this week, but hey, what can you do, right? I'm thinking next week I might actually take a break, but if I don't, hey, surprise, you'll see another episode up here. But regardless, that's all I've got this week, guys. Until next week, or the week after, have fun play games, and of course, don't stop dreaming. In case this wasn't obvious, my favorite card is the chapel.